When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, I'm in my car, as usual, driving to your house frantically, <laughs> trying to get off the 405, trying to live, trying to get through it. Yeah. And the only way I could get through it, okay. Kelly Clarkson. Old <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. That's Before, the only way to go. Like, Kelly Clarkson. What is this? What? Are you serious? What song is that? You got your mother and your brother. Oh, I don't like that song. That's so fucked up. That's my favorite Kelly. What's Give your favorite Kelly Clarkson song? Um, because of you, I learned <laughs> to stay on the safe side, so I don't care. Honestly, yes, that might be my favorite one. Yeah, but that you, one that or one's a heart jerker. That one's all of them are heart jerkers. I mean, she's been wronged. She is like she our American poppier Adele. Yeah, yeah. Can I tell you something funny? Please. Is it Kelly Clarkson related? Absolutely. It's okay, Kelly then I'm in. Uh, when I was young, obviously. Huge fan of Casey. I was in love. I had like some of my first like downstairs tingles to Casey. That's insane. I never felt that way about her. Dark brunette when she's like no. looking in the mirror since you've been gone. No. Wearing like low rise jeans with like a studded belt. Never felt any sexual attraction. Are you serious? To Kelly You're Clarkson. not sexually attracted to Kelly Clarkson? At not it remotely. Wait, love I her am voice. so sorry. I have to do this. What? I have to do this to you. What? Fuck Mary Kill. Yeah. Kelly Clarkson. Okay. Rachel Scanlon, okay. Taylor Swift. Oh, man. The three straightest women in town. <laughs> okay. Wow. Fuck. Rachel Scanlon. They're good. There was a right answer. Mary. Kelly Clarkson. Mm. Kill Taylor Swift. Yeah. That's the right answer. I did find out recently that Kelly Clarkson's monthly income is $15 million. No. Theref- per month? Yeah, per month. So therefore, I would be, That's you know, I would obviously be signing a prenup, but I'd be happy just to be there. Just to be around. I just to be Kelly around. Clarkson. Good for fucking her. She works hard and she's earned it. We watched her rise from every woman yeah. to every woman. Do you exactly. know what I'm saying? Exactly. She, she's everything. Uh, my Kelly Clarkson story is when I was young, I, I absolutely loved Kelly Clarkson. Because she's hot. Huge fan. Not because she's hot. She's very talented. Uh, I was such a fan that I wrote her a letter when I was a kid, a handwritten letter. You're lying. And uh, I asked for an autograph because it was back in the day when you asked for autographs. How do you know who to send it to? There was probably like a Kelly Clarkson fan club or something. And you were like, perfect. This is where I'm going. So I (laughs) sent them a a letter and included a postage stamp so they could send me it back. Oh my God, smart. And I waited for about three to four months and in that time period, because when you're a child, three to four months is eternity. Mm-hmm. It's eternity. That's your whole summer. That's more than summer. Yeah, no. You you have grown from a child to, to a, a man. Uh, yeah, point. exactly. So I was a full-blown man. And I got a letter back three to four months later. <laughs> I got a letter back. 
I opened it up. At this point, I'm no longer a Kelly Clarkson fan. No. Because I grew out of it. I grew out of it. I was waiting all that time, and I was like, well, she's never sending me back. I opened up the the letter I got back. What did she say? It was a signed headshot from Kelly Clarkson. That's so cool. I ripped it up and threw it away. Shut the fuck up. You petty little bitch. I was so mad that it took so long to get back. That you ripped it up and got got what you wanted. You asked for it, and she gave it to you. Kelly Clarkson. That could be worth, I would pay you everything. Thing I have for that probably fifteen million fifteen million dollars <laughs> yeah. for that. It was thinking about it now. I'm like, oh my god, that's ridiculous. But back then, three to four months truly was life or death for a child. You're insane. And I was like, she took too long. I'm not even a fan anymore. And you ripped it <laughs> yeah. up. Kids are so petty. I know. I was yeah, a little shit. Fuck, that's hysterical. I love that you wrote to Kelly Clarkson. Adults I was, must have had to help you. No. Do you know what all the crazy shit I did as a kid? I accidentally on eBay bought a car when I was like 10. <laughs> what? Yeah. How did you do that? I Nobody was How watching me. Money? No one was watching me. I probably got my dad's credit card and or something. And you were like, perfect, eBay car. I need a car. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, I did some dumb shit. But the worst thing I did was I, I like found porn. Oh, that's not, that was easy. What the fuck? Like on the internet, which by the way, nothing could be easier. But <laughs> yeah. I think I'm realizing I was a dumb child. You know what? No. Back in the day, dial up. Porn was probably harder to find. Wow. You know, you're buying cars. Yeah. I was just like staring at my sister's friends, like through a window. Like, 90s were fucking rained. weird. <laughs> and I probably just would pretend to, like, I was so, like, I had some learning disabilities as yeah. a kid. And I was not good at reading or writing or math, which is, by the way, like all of the subjects. And also, I don't think you grew out of it. No, I'm not really good at <laughs> any of those still. Thank God I'm where I am today. I'm kind of a success story. Like, I had to go to separate, like, college fairs for people with learning disabilities. Are you serious? Yes. Ray, I didn't know this about you. Yeah, well, I had to, like, go to a special doctor to learn how to fucking read, dude. Like, I was in different classrooms for reading sometimes. Okay. I had a lot of, like, help on my SATs. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so now I guess we learned a little bit about me. Okay. I, like, went to the nurse halfway through the school day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I did that too. And I claimed it was period cramps. Okay, well, was mine six. was mandatory because of energy problems. <laughs> so yeah, you do. we have a little different yeah. lifestyles. <laughs> I would like pretend mm. to journal because I did not want to write. Oh my God. So I would open up a notebook and just look at women with a blank page and a pen in my hand. Just you thinking were that gay. About it. Thinking about poetry. You were so gay you couldn't... Even put pen to paper. Which usually is not the case for us. You're telling me. Yeah. Nazara has written me so many letters. It's actually amazing. I should frame them. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you hadn't said that off mic. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to More Than Friends with Ray and Kens. I'm Ray. I'm Kens. A.K.A. Rachel Scantron. A.K.A. Learning Disability But Make It Fun. And this is Mackenzie, a.k.a. Kelly Clarkson X-Fan. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I have a bumble fumble for you. Are you a ready? Boom blay. Hi, Ray and Kens. I'm Ruth, a baby gay from London, and I love the podcast. Hey, Ruth. I'm going to London in a month for a month. You can't tell people. You know, I had to cut that. You technically mm. broke your NDA on an after dark. I do. You talked all about it, and I had to cut the whole thing. I'm going to London. Yeah. Can I say I'm going to London? Yeah, but you went way more into detail. Oh, shit. Take this all out. <laughs> I signed so, so much paperwork. It's insane. <laughs> okay. This story is not a Bumble Fumble, but a Lex Vex. Is that another app? That must be an app in the UK. Yeah. Hot Lex? Hot. Yeah. Okay. 
I was meant to go to this queer rave with a new friend I made on Lex. However, as soon as we made it to the club, they said they wanted to leave so they could go meet a friend at another rave. First off, that is so weird to go on a date and then be like, actually, I want to go meet up with someone else. Red flag number one. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, This made no sense to me because they were the one who suggested we come to this event. I said I didn't mind if they left because I would rather be on my own than spend all night with someone who ignores me and never gets off their phone. Yeah. As soon as they left, I started having way more fun, and I met so many amazing and welcoming queer folks. This was my first queer ditching, and what makes it even more embarrassing is that I paid for their ticket. I'm just glad they paid me back, but I'm never meeting up with them again. Love you so much. You know what? This is just a classic case of rudeness. Yeah, what what the fuck? Some people are just like on totally different pages. And this is one of the things that Mackenzie and I really bonded over when we were dating is that... (laughs) Not each other. Not each other. Sorry, that makes it seem... We're more than friends, more than lovers. Our relationship goes beyond sex. It goes into sex. It goes through sex. And it ends up on podcast. (laughs) That being said... That's the rules. If you're two queer people and you have been hanging out for this long not having sex... You have to start a podcast. We would have so many. There wouldn't be enough bandwidth on the internet for the amount of queer women that are just friends. Wait, are you shitting me? There's no queer women that haven't. I literally think we're an anomaly. You do? Yes. I think there's so many. I have so many. There's no way. I have so many queer friends that I am friends with that I have had no attraction to. That's insane. We're just besties. You know how many friends I'm not attracted to that I have fucked? All of them. See, I wonder if you're the anomaly. Hell no. Every queer person that I know within a friend group has all slept with each other at one point. That's true. I did say today we have a we have a gay softball league. Yes. And I did say that there's so many lesbians that I do think it's that gonna... it'll t- it will break up a marriage or a relationship. There will be infidelity due to this softball league. There will league. be blood. <laughs> yes. There's no way that it doesn't end without tears. <laughs> and I'm going to slide whether I need to or not. If I'm safe by a long, like a, if I hit a home run, I'm still sliding into home base. No matter what happens during this queer softball league, I will yeah. slide. I mark well, my words, Mackenzie. You mean I'm going a, going up to the batting box? No, slide slide into bat. They're like, "What is she doing?" <laughs> Our team is like, "It's her thing," and then they're all crying because they cheated on each other. It's gonna be. I think that you are the only. And I've how many times have I made fun of you for not sleeping with your hot friends? You have, yeah, constantly. Yes. But look at me, not traumatized and having great friendships. I don't know. No one says they're not traumatized unless they're super fucking traumatized. Well, I have long-lasting friendships with no awkwardness. Until now. I'm going to ruin your friendship. Don't. I will, sleep, I will try to genuinely sleep with you like year six of our friendship. I will earnestly. When I'm like married. Yes, we're both going to be married by then. <laughs> I'm going to turn it on. You're going to be like, oh, what? And I'm going to be like, remember 2021? <laughs> I think that you're weird for not sleeping with your friends is the point. And okay. also, back to this bumble fumble. Yeah. Uh, I think that this just... Mackenzie and I, this is my point. Mm-hmm. When we were ca- dating other people, yes. we had a very similar approach, right. which is at baseline, we want somebody who matches our effort. Mm-hmm. We give a shit. We want to try. We like dating. We want to have somebody who values what we value. Effort is everything in dating. Effort is absolutely everything. It's mm-hmm. over everything else. Yeah. And this person does not match your effort and also is rude. Yeah. So like, Fuck that's em. so stupid. And I'm sorry that that happened to you, but I think you're great. And I would date you in a heartbeat. Lub dub, baby. <laughs> oh, I got garlic head. Rachel and I did just eat so much garlic spread. Eat and then- is a nice way to put it. We chugged garlic spread. <laughs> We fucking damn near snorted it. <laughs> it was so good. It's <laughs> fucked up. 
What's up, Dykes? I have a Queer of the Week nomination for you. My name is Kelly, and I'm one of my two... Mm, my name is Kelly, and one of my two friends moved away from the Bay Area to conservative Virginia a couple years ago. The move was not ideal, but it was one of those things when, things you do when you feel you have no other option. This put her in so much closer to her, her homophobic, controlling family, and our other best friend and I have been rooting for her to get out of the, there the whole time. Despite her situation in a job, a community, and a family that has never understood or appreciated all of the beautiful facets of this radiant ball of light, she's continued to be giving, kind, exuberant, queer, and beautiful self. She's worked hard over the... This I have a hard time reading. Okay. She's worked so hard over the past couple of years to get herself on her feet and to take her life back into her own hands, and it's all finally paying off. She got hired remotely by a company here on the West Coast. She just signed a lease for a place in Portland, and she's heading back our way any day now. Hell yeah. Our other Bessie and I are heading up there soon to help her settle in, celebrate her success, and just hang out with each other for the first time in over two years. We all love you and your podcast, and I can't wait to see you two dykes, to see two dykes live. Um with them soon so here's a huge shout out to nicole you're amazing and you deserve every ounce of the success and happiness and here's a pic first of all her she's very hot and yeah. like let me see. look at the energy in this photo like love isn't this somebody you want to be around yeah it's like your energy oh my god i love that yeah honored i'm complimented thank you so happy queer of the week to you happy queer of the week nicole happy queer of the week nicole you're amazing congrats on getting out of there and like finding like change there's nothing harder than being in a situation and then recognizing it's not making you happy and making exactly. changes to change it that is fucking huge congratulations you're amazing okay we have an inquiry this one is an audio message so for those of you listening we usually do audio messages on our patreon but we're going to do one this week on the regular episode what the fuck is up my two favorite queer people literally on this planet okay my question for you is do you still have crushes on people I know you guys are in committed relationships, the both of you, but do you still have crushes on people? And Rachel, I know you fucking like everyone you see, (laughs) not like that, like very deep level crush. Like you're thinking about kissing this person. You're thinking about all this gay shit with them. You know, you're thinking about them too much, um, for being in a relationship because my dilemma is I have a major crush on my instructor at school I'm studying to be an esthetician and my instructor is hot as fuck she's so cute at the same time she has the best okay I'm not gonna name all the shit I like about her because I shouldn't I feel guilty because I have a girlfriend of two years we live together I love her so much everything is literally fine I just find myself like so compelled to like my instructor like I just want to know, like, is this normal? Should I be feeling guilty? I obviously am, like, not going to go run away with my instructor and be like, let's live together and elope. Is this normal? Let me know. Okay, bye. I love you guys so fucking much. Oh, this is Tori, by the way. Okay, so listen, the question is yeah, crushes while you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And also, I think that, well, Mackenzie, you should go first, but also yeah. I think that this is very much a, and we talked about this in our review of the L Word Generation Q season two, where Danny admits to having a crush on Bet, and yeah. Danny, and Bet is Danny's like superior, superior, and also uh, Danny's in a relationship. Engaged. She's engaged, yeah, at the time. to someone else. So, yeah. um, anyways, go ahead, Mackenzie. What do you think? Do you still have crushes on people? 
I think, yeah, I think being human is you're always going to have interests and crushes on people. I uh-huh. think it would be actually weird if you didn't. Yeah. Like to me, if I think if my partner did not have a crush on someone or was not, couldn't admit that they are attracted to other people, yeah. that that would be kind of a red flag. I definitely do get little, like what, what, yeah, yeah. Like I get little crushes on people here and there. Um, definitely you. I knew it. And like even the other, a lot of mine though are fictional characters. Yes. Just because people, I don't. Quarter. Yeah. I honestly, yeah. Like characters that I see in movies or TV, I'll, I'll get like little crushes on them as characters or actresses. Mm-hmm. But because I don't meet a lot of new people in my life. But I, I bet if I was like in this position and I, I do find women in power to be very 100%. hot. So if I had a teacher or some kind of superior, I definitely would understand this. Like I, I for sure would have crushes on those kind of women. Yeah. So yeah, this happens to me all the time. And I don't think that this is wrong or bad or you should feel guilty in any way. You're not going to, as long as you're not acting on it. Right. That's where then you cross the line and it becomes bad. Right. But I think like tiny little like crushes are, that's totally normal. Yeah. I think that like, it would be insane to think that your partner doesn't have crushes or like yeah. sees hot people and notices and them. And they're just like, yeah, like just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean now you're um, sexually turned off forever. Right. No, like, I no, think that's we're a still part human. of being a human being. Exactly. Yeah. And I personally, and I think this uh, listener also understands me and sees me, mm-hmm. but like, um, I have a crush on almost every person and almost everything. I yeah. mean, I have seen like pine cones that I think I would make me blush. Yeah. Like, I just think that like, so I live my life in a very like open flirty way Yeah, where I'm like, I'm flirting on a lot with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I'm also, I'm very complimentary towards like women and things that I like and things that I see yeah. in the world. And that's kind of how I lived my life. Well, that's also fun. I feel like that's how you get your, like, I think that brings a lot of joy to life in general. Right. And that's also how that is very much interworked with my personality. Yeah. And I think that like you it's very hard for me to separate like my joy and zest for life from being infatuated with people and being like yeah. so warm and engaging with people and mm-hmm. being complimentary because for me that's like am I saying that word right? Complimentary? That's the one. Thank you. Complimentary? Complimentary. Uh, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. And guess what? Don't I care. I do not care. But I, I mean, I get like so excited, especially, and you guys have heard me, or on After Dark, you've heard me talk about new coworkers that I have. Yeah. If there is a woman in her 40s, mm-hmm. I'm going to like, if, if a woman, woman, yeah. if anyone older than me yeah. winks at me, done. it's fucking over. Yeah, I think middle-aged women and women in power really do have this hold over queer women. 100%. I really do think so. Ever since I was like 10, I thought women in their 30s, 40s, 50s yeah. were attractive. 100%. I don't know what it is. Well, you ha- we've got some issues that we will unearth in After Dark. Okay, you. sure. But in general. I don't I don't see the problem with finding Kate Blanchett hot. No, everyone does. And also, a lot of queer women want, like, a lot of famous women to hurt them physically. Yeah. Does that mean you're not in love with your girlfriend? Absolutely not. Of course not. not. No. I can, at the same time, want Sophia Bush to hit my head with a sledgehammer yeah. a la... A watermelon being smashed by mm-hmm. what's that guy? I don't Is it know. a comedian? Who fucking cares? Carrot top? No, Feels worse. Like it would be. No better. <laughs> Jeff Dunham. <laughs> Still better. 
Will you sit on my feet? Dude, I will, but you... Oh, I don't like bare feet. I don't either. Oh. Sucks. Okay, but I, I think this is where, like... So in my experience, yeah. I have always... And also, like, I'm very close with my female friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm very touchy. Like, for example, yeah. you and I. This yes. is a perfect example. Yeah. If you and I are together, mm-hmm. we're probably sitting on each other's lap. Yeah. We hold hands in public. We, we touch each other's yeah. faces. Yeah. We text a lot. Mm-hmm. And we are very physically close. Yeah. And I also, like, I'm obsessed with you. And I think that yeah. you're beautiful. And I have touched your butt almost every time we've hung yeah. out. Same. Now, I've had a girlfriends in the past that when I first start dating them mm-hmm. are like, oh, I get it. It's like, whatever. And then after like a little bit of time has passed, they then have told me that those things make them uncomfortable or mm-hmm. that my, the way that I interact with the world, they see as something that threatening. is threatening or yeah. meaning or is taking away from my attention from them. Right. right? They would see me doing a show mm-hmm. or, you know, singing karaoke and like, you know, flirting with whoever touching, yeah. doing whatever singing. Like I could like sing a love song to a stranger and they in would a be crowd upset. and they would say that makes me feel like mm-hmm. you don't like me. Yeah. And for a while there, I literally was like, I wonder if the way that I am acting is because I don't have boundaries and is because I'm too open and mm-hmm. is something that needs to be shut, shut down for a partner. Yeah. And I was also single for a very long time after this relationship. And I have realized that I'm like, oh, uh, there's a difference between, because I have learned boundaries and I did have boundaries issues. Yeah. But now I'm like, I am dating somebody who loves my openness yeah. and who loves the way that I can like make people feel very seen and special. Yeah. And that doesn't take away from the way that my partner feels. Yeah. And that is where I have learned that I'm like, oh, there's people that will love exactly the way that you are. Totally. And I think that pretending that you don't have crushes is a lot weirder. I agree. Than being totally normal about the way that the, the, there's just. Absolutely. I think that that's just, it's human nature. You are. 100%. I think like to have a long-term relationship, like let's say me and my partner, we get married. We're going to be with each other for the next 40, 50 years. Yeah. For me to think that my partner is never going to be physically attracted to somebody or have a crush on someone would be unfair. Right. That would be insane for me to like want that. I would, and I would personally never ask that of a partner. And I think it's also like, it comes with like a security in your relationship. Yeah. And also just like, I also just know my crushes are so like universal yeah that i also there's things that like i don't have for other people but my partner exactly and those things don't go along with my crushes i can also have like infatuations and appreciation for people that is not sexual absolutely i can very much look at somebody that has entered into my globe Mm -hmm. a barista a teacher somebody who isn't just who's just you know in their 50s yeah and be completely infatuated infatuated with their essence Mm -hmm. and be like obsessed with them and be like this person's amazing i respect everything that they're doing the way they hold a pen the way they make my coffee the color of their eyes Mm -hmm. like all of those things you're not gonna leave your partner for exactly and it does nothing for me other than that surface level in type of like infatuation exactly and like that i think is such a beautiful to to get that type of joy from somebody you don't know yeah is like a beautiful part of life that's what i'm that saying you don't have like, to t- take that and explore it any deeper than i appreciated that in that moment exactly and i think like that is what makes life beautiful is that there are so many 
amazing people in the world. Exactly. There's so many amazing people in the world. And to, to think that, oh, because I'm in a relationship, I have to block all those people out and pretend that I don't find them interesting or attractive right. or sexy. Yeah. That, that's ridiculous. Right. And there's boundaries within exactly. that, right? Like that type yeah, don't of... Don't cheat on your partner. Right. Don't cheat on your partner. And also like that type of enjoyment of somebody can live in a space that has no more depth than exactly, that. Exactly. And honestly, saying that you don't have those types of joy from people that you have met on the street mm-hmm. weirdly gives it more depth. I, yeah. Like it makes it heavier than just simply enjoying something that you yeah. have come in contact with and yeah. then letting it go through you and being over. But this one in particular, it seems like she has an more than just an infatuation with her teacher. She's thinking about... Oh, I think about people all the time. And yeah. I also like... Mine, I think I might be different because I, in general, Mm -hmm. like, I think about people sleeping with people all the time. Right. But it sounds like this person that called in is talking about, like, I am thinking specifically about this one person Mm -hmm. and I can't stop thinking about them. Right. I think that this person, I think it's really fun to, when you have an instructor, especially an esthetician. Yeah. We're talking, we're talking touching. We're talking a lot of hand touch we're talking creams yeah and oils mm-hmm. and masushing yeah and i think that this is a very ripe situation mm-hmm. for you to be, to be able on. to put on a pedestal the hotness of your instructor yes. but i also think that once you're out of this class yeah you will look back away. and be like that person was hot and it will not stick with you can i tell you something please i have a very good friend who had a boss hot that she was very infatuated with. Yeah. And this lasted for multiple years. The boss started flirting back. Eventually, they started hooking up. This boss was married. She had put her on a pedestal. Yeah. And once they started hooking up, she realized like, oh, this is not what I wanted at all. Like right. it was hot for the first time and then it got way too real, way too fast. Yeah. And then you get all the nitty no, you don't gritty want that. details. I also like... I have crushes on like truly like sliding glass doors and yeah. like people's like eyebrows. Yeah. Like eyebrows. Yeah. But to say that you should sleep with those people and things yeah. is almost like ruining the That's what I'm I, like, the don't, fun don't do that. The fun is having a crush. Yes. The not fun is going through with it and realizing that she has children that now she wants you to meet. Right. No, yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is what happened. Right. You and don't want to do that. No. Uh, you should have your infatuation and don't feel guilty about it, no. but don't act on it. No. Have a, no. And like, that's... I think Unless that's you're single. Like, Unless you're single, single, then go, go for, for it. it. But that's also a very different energy than I think what we're talking about. It is. About. It is. Yeah. Like, having, being single and having a crush on somebody can mean a lot more like you're setting your sights on something that moves forward. Exactly. When you're in a exactly. relationship and you have crushes with people, I think you're just living your life and experiencing life. 100%. Yeah. And I think it's a very different energy. Mm-hmm. Like, if I... Like, I'm trying to think who I had. Okay, so my this this coworker that's come into my life in the past few weeks. Yeah. Who I very, very obviously was like, I'm in f- very enthralled with this person. Yeah. Very beautiful, very mm-hmm. interesting. She's older and she winks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is so fun to, like, talk to. Fuck. I feel like literally a hundred fucking, like, fireworks exploded in my chest. <laughs> yeah. Obsessed, yeah. right? Yeah. If that person were to ever try any like be like let's go on a date let's explore this Mm -hmm. i would be so uncomfortable and i would be like please like i'm so sorry if i somehow misled you i'm in a relationship and i think you're fantastic Mm -hmm. i do not want anything from you yeah at all i think that and that's kind of where i think we're both agreeing 
The fun is in the crush. Yeah, the, the fun in the crush. is just like being infatuated with somebody. Yeah. And then appreciating somebody for what they are. Exactly. And that is truly it. And it doesn't mean you have to fuck them. Please don't actually. Yeah. yeah. yeah there's something, that's the thing I'm like, though, especially being raised as a woman mm-hmm. and being attracted to women. Yeah. If you, I think it's very hard to not see this every like woman spark and energy yes. that is like existent in, in so like many so different, yeah. in every type of woman. It is like such a beautiful thing that I see in the world, especially when, so many women are so scared to see that and say it to other women. Yeah. So it's like, I, I like to like bring that around everywhere. You sure do. And I fucking and sure, you sure do. do. But yeah, that's nothing. I think we answered that. Yeah. I don't but think I, there's nothing. I think everyone has crushes. Everyone does. When they're in relationships and yeah. when they're not. And so this is my uh, follow-up question. Do you tell Nazara your crushes? Yeah. I think that I definitely, especially when it, when I meet somebody new, Okay. Well, also, I tell Nazara everything that happens to me in my day. Yeah. So, and you're I you're an oversharer. I, I definitely am a lot. I, I communicate constantly. Oh, man. I need, like, I love to talk to my girlfriend. Yeah. We talk all the time. Yeah. I'm, like, obsessed with her. So it's this, but all the time. It's worse. If you think <laughs> this is bad. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's so much talking. So, yeah, I definitely yeah. bring up, like, there's this new person. Here's everything about and her. And does that she I get jealous? No, but Nazara also loves the way that I like experience the world. I yeah. think that, but it's so interesting because she is so pansexual mm-hmm. or sapiosexual, mm-hmm. where she has to know somebody's insides yeah. to feel anything physical for them. Yeah, and I am like almost the opposite. Yeah, where you're all, you're very vain. I'm so vain. I'm a, I am a fucking shallow. I'm a Dixie cup. Shallow. Very shallow. I'm a fucking eye drop. Yeah. And she's the ocean. Mm -hmm. So we see it almost backwards. So I have to explain to her why I would be fit. I'm like, when I see girls that look like you, Nazara, I'm I'm attracted attracted to them. And she's like, but what if they're not like me? And I'm like, you're not hearing me. I I feel like, yeah. Okay. I think we answered this question. Everyone has crushes. And if no, if people don't have a crush on me, then they're not even looking. Yeah. I agree. I'm like, what would the world be if after you got together in a long-term relationship and you just stopped seeing people like that? I think it would be very boring. The difference, and this is where I'm like, I have grown. Yeah. So the difference is that I think the energy that I was giving to these people that I had harmless crushes on was, I was fuck you, you can fuck me whenever right, you right, want. Right, right, right. And now I think my energy is, you can palpably tell how obsessed i am with my girlfriend yeah so it's but the crushes are still there crushes are still there but be respectful to your partner yeah and have those conversations because some people which i didn't know there are some people that you date that will need to be either reassured behind doors or explained to or even like see who you are yeah i mean if you're openly i understand that because i think that some people would be threatened by us in in you and I's relationship. Yes, you and I and like More even friends. Yeah, I think so. If that is the case, then yes. If you're you have a crush on someone who you're, but we don't have crushes on each other. I know that's what is so it's and also amazing too that neither I didn't have to explain you to my partner, and I didn't either. My partner literally could hear us fake having sex, yeah. and she'd be like, "They are doing a podcast, right?" And I, my and our we have double dates where we will watch, right. and I don't know or. 
our girlfriends will come watch us on stage. Yeah. And they'll see how we're like my hands in your back pocket whenever yeah. we're doing a meet and greet. Yeah. And I don't and they don't they don't give a shit. They don't give a shit at all. I think it's a respect thing. There's a trust. If your part if you would tell your partner you had like had a crush on somebody or saw yeah. like a fine ass or you're watching a music video and you're like if you're watching the L word and you're like that was so hot, if your partner is kind of threatened, yeah. there might be and not always but there might be something else going on there. I like think my right. partner and I have such like a strong, she knows without a doubt that I'm like fully rooted in her. Yeah. That yeah. she knows that, that everything nothing. else is leafs. Exactly. She's like, I'm the fucking, I'm holding this ship together with roots that could touch the core of the earth. Yeah. So she's like, of course go fucking. I also think that people, when they have crushes, you're not necessarily going to act like that. Like to me, if I ever had a crush, the person that I'm physically all over wouldn't be the one to look out for. Be yes. the one I'm ignoring. Fant- fascinating. <laughs> be, be the one I'm not talking if to. If I walked into a room yeah. and my and I didn't talk to anyone, my girlfriend would be like, oh, so you fucked everyone in here. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, I think that would be what you need to look yeah, out for. Yeah, my girlfriend would be like, so you already blew through. <laughs> the whole room. This whole fucking room. <laughs> exactly. That's, she would definitely be like, this is insane. Yeah. All right, that's it for this week. I don't want to review Generation. Me neither. <laughs> Who fucking cares? It's over. No, we'll do it next no, week. No, we won't. We don't, we're having such conversation. I mean, it's an hour long. If you need to review Generation Q, go fucking look it up somewhere. No, it's not Generation Q. It's just Generation. Fuck that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. I guess you can cut that. I'm so glad that you guys, if you've made it to this far in the podcast, let me just say, I'm so thankful that you listened to this long and I love you guys. Well, I want to say thank you for the voicemail. And if you, any of you have inquiries, bumble fumbles, or queer of the weeks that you want to send in to us, do an audio message and email it to morethanfriendspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a lot of fun. I'm obsessed with you. I'm obsessed with you. I'm obsessed with every person I've almost ever met. Yeah, that makes sense. Sick. I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. I'm Rachel Scanlon. Go do something gay today. Please. Please.